This is Katie. And this is Derek. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the break, break room. room. Welcome back to the break room, everyone. I'm Katie Kinder. We are here with some rock star educators. Go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us what you teach and tell us anything about yourself as a teacher that we need to know. Hi, I'm Michelle. This is year 23. Um, I am a counselor right now and predominantly work with our special needs students in our building. So just been at it a long time. Yeah, you still love it. Still love it. After 23 years. Some days. Some days. <laughs> some Not days, easy. Some days I'm like, are, am I still doing this? <laughs> I'm Kathy. I have been teaching for 20 years. I have now reached retirement and I am retiring this year. Tell us how that feels. A two-edged sword. Okay. Tell us more about that metaphor. Well, on one side, man, I am so excited. I'm so glad to get out of the classroom. On the other side, I'm going to miss this, some of the kids. Some of them. <laughs> okay. And we also have a spouse of a teacher with us today on the podcast. So tell us your name. I am Kevin. I'm Michelle's husband. Uh, tell us about what it is like to be married to a dedicated teacher. How is it difficult? Married to a dedicated teacher. Well, it is very uh, interesting. It's uh, very educational. Uh, first probably a good hour after she gets home. Uh, I don't get to say much. You can I, not uh, allowed to talk to her. <laughs> right? No, well, it's not that. It's I have to uh, realize that, you know, I just retired from law enforcement, so I knew that when you come off those days, you have to download. And I just let her download, and she downloads for a good probably an hour after she gets home, and then, you know, we sort out what has been bothering her, and we go from there. Because teaching is emotionally exhausting and physically exhausting and psychologically exhausting. And until you've done it, until you've walked in those shoes, mm -hmm. you don't really get it. Uh, and so that is, that's a lot. And so we thank the spouses too, who stick by us, even though my husband would never be a teacher. God bless him. Uh, he is a numbers guy and like puts things in spreadsheets. Ugh. Uh, but he he knew as well that I could just send him a text. It was like bad day, and he would have pizza and ice cream at the ready. And that's that's the that's the kinds of spouses we appreciate and celebrate. There's okay. been many a days that she's come home and the jacuzzi tubs are already for her. <laughs> <laughs> my husband's too. my husband's the same way. Except he's been carrying my books to school for 52 years. We dated in high school, and he carried him to school, and he says he's retiring this year, too. <laughs> high school sweetheart. Yes. Oh, so he has really, he has worked in every classroom we've ever been in, I bet. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so tell me the hardest part about being a teacher this year in 2022-2023 school year. I think for me, the hardest part was the patience. Okay. I Say more about that. Well, you got to be super patient with these kids, because if you're in middle school like we are, those kids are, um, I love them dearly, but their hormones are going absolutely nuts. Yes. And they they don't know how to deal with the fact, oh, I have a boyfriend. What do you think? Right. <laughs> I don't think you should have a boyfriend. That's and then they break up the next day. Yes. Like, oh, it's a romantic tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, you know, 10 years ago, I always felt like the hardest group in middle school to work with were seventh graders. Because sixth grade, they're coming in, they're learning how a middle school flows. 
you know, seventh grade was that transition year. You saw the hormones, you saw, you know, the girlfriend, boyfriends, eighth grade, they're starting to come down off that. They're getting ready for high school. They're seeing that bigger picture. And I feel like this year and even last year, it was more our seventh and eighth graders that were really struggling, you know? Do you feel like it's the pandemic? Like, do we just feel like everything's kind of been amplified and they're yeah, I think I think coming off of COVID has has really ma- you know magnified some of those things. But I also feel like some of the some of the difficulties that we've seen with you know a decrease in test scores that was happening before the pandemic ever hit. Mm. You know, and so it's how do we come back from that, and how do we restructure our teaching mm. in the in our classrooms to get them back where we know they're capable of performing, you know, and building their self-confidence. A lot of kids coming into our schools right now have so little self-confidence in themselves. Mm. They don't believe they can do it. And you feel like that's part of our job is to instill some of that confidence back Mm -hmm. in them. I really do. I hate to say it, but as teachers, (laughs) as teachers, we have, we're counselors, we're mamas, we're we're teachers, we're psychologists, and we're, oh no, yes, it'll be okay, I promise. This too shall pass, but I think back to what you said about the sixth and seventh graders, I I believe strongly that they're in that middle child syndrome, because now fifth grade is at middle school, eighth grade is top, fifth grade's bottom, and then there's these kids in the middle. Well, you're, the last group that was in here said that seventh grade, they they think is the hardest mm-hmm. grade because the kids have lost their minds. Their frontal cortex is like, it's gone and they just they don't know how to behave at all. And so like you ask a kid, like, why did you throw that pencil and then slap your friend? And they're like, I don't know. They really don't know. Really no. Don't. And when you see them do something and you say, hey, come here. Why did you do that? Well, I didn't do anything. I just saw you hit him. I just saw you throw this. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> okay, let's let, let's think about this. Did you have a pencil? Yes. Did you throw it? Yes. Did it hit him? Yes. So you did it. No. <laughs> but we're seeing that with the fifth graders yeah. this year. I mean, these fifth graders this year are kind of like, I'm an adult. I can do what I want. I'm an adult. I'm 11. <laughs> And I'm going, okay, then I tell you what, let's, um, here's the money that you can make in my class. But for every time you do something you're not supposed to, you got to pay me back. Mm -hmm. But I said, welcome, you're an adult. Welcome to the real world, honey. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, I really appreciate you guys. And I love that uh, this has been my first year out of the classroom. And so coming to see you guys is like my highlight of my whole year. And just being with the kids and being with you. And uh, I just, we just are really grateful. See, I have a cry couch. When I was an instructional coach, I would have the teachers come in and and come and cry with me. (laughs) I'm like, come here, baby. Uh, My baby teachers. And uh, so part of our logo for this podcast, The Break Room, there's a cry couch (laughs) on the logo (laughs) because it's hard and it's messy and uh, we just, we appreciate you guys. Thanks for coming on. We had that. I had that first year teacher one year. She was the baby. All of us were 10 year plus at this point. And I finally had to go to one of my, one of our partners and say, okay, 
She has cried me out. It is somebody else's turn. It's your turn to take on the crier. <laughs> She's cried me out, you know, because she was, you know, she was struggling. And sure. and, that, and it's hard with our first year teachers, mm-hmm. especially when they're emergency certified now. Well, and I just heard that they've done away with the, with the mentor program where they were assigned a mentor that they got like a stipend for and that that's gone. So maybe we should bring that we're just going to put that out into the universe. Yeah. Well, we I think one of the things that would help is to have the older, this sounds bad, the elder teachers go and talk with them instead of, oh, well, I'm an older teacher. Let them figure it out. I had to figure it out. That doesn't work. No, it doesn't. And we eat our young. I say that. I'm like, stop eating your young. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Uh, because they need you. And they they don't feel like they can even step out of their room to ask for help. They don't know what they don't that's know. What, that's what's good about it, Moon. All the fifth grade teachers know they can step out and ask. Somebody in that group yeah. will have the answer or find the answer. Well, I think it's that way just in our building in general okay. because, yeah. you know, I've had, you know, as a counselor even, teachers come in and sit down with me and they're like, okay, so what can I do? And so I can pull out my toolbox from being a teacher. Mm-hmm. Well, try this, try that. And... I just feel like we've worked really hard to build that relationship, that relationship within our teachers. So that's awesome. And I think that's rare. And so we appreciate you having that space and good luck in retirement. Thank you. We hope that you are on a beach with your toes in the sand and your no, no, I'm going to San Antonio to see my mom. Okay. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Well, wherever you are, um, we love that you're put always your toes gonna, in the river walk. Put your toes in the river <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> this is Derek. This is Katie. And this is The, the Break, Break Room. Room.